Welcome to another podcast presentation from the Zenit Corporation. May I have your attention, please? Your podcast will begin in just a few moments. Please keep your hands inside the podcast at all times and enjoy your ride. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to In Out the Lead, the show review both new and older movies. This is Gino. This is Roberto. This is Ricardo. America. And Gio. How's it going, everybody? Well, hopefully, hopefully you guys are doing well back at home while we're here quarantining. We're watching movies and doing things just for the fans, just for you. <laughs> and, well, just want to start things off. Well, I, oh, yeah, you too, Carl, you too. And, <laughs> and you know, I haven't really been, wa- well, I want to start off saying I haven't really been watching TV like all y'all. I mean, movies mean I've been watching TV. I've been catching up Law & Order SVU because that's the shit. It's the amazing show. Hopefully, hopefully it never cancels. I think it's over almost 20 years of seasons already at this point. Yeah, it has a lot of show, a lot of episodes. Too. You're watching and all of them? Yeah, I'm watching. I'm watching from season one right now. I'm still like Jesus halfway of season Christ. one. Did you barely get into it? Or? I always been into the show. I just kind of stopped watching it. But then I've been watching reruns on USA. So I'm kind of like, what happened to these people that I remember watching in the beginning? So I kind of want to watch it again. I know I'm not going to catch up in my free trial. Hulu, please give me more fucking days of like of free watching Hulu, please. And I started watching um, Harley Quinn on uh, HBO Max, the animated series. But uh, no, there's a lot of cursing, that's for sure. So it's it's funny to actually see all these uh, ba- <laughs> um, yeah, like DC villains just cursing up a storm. Oh, that's so, fun, I guess. And it's really bloody. It's really, really bloody. I know, like, I know, I know. Uh, the girl that did Kaylee Cuoco. She was from Big Bang Theory. She's the voice of Harley Quinn. Is she? Yeah, she's like. Yeah, it's different because she's not doing your standard Harley Quinn. She's not doing the 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 accent, so it's more like just her voice. I don't know because like yeah. you know Shaggy doesn't sound like Shaggy anymore, and it pisses yeah. me off. Uh, yeah, because the voice of Shaggy's dead. Dead, right? I know, but there, okay, there was like Shaggy, right? The original Shaggy, and then there yeah. were other Shaggies who imitated Shaggy and sounded close enough. And I was well, like, okay, cool. And are then you talking about Shaggy, Scoob? Yes, dude. That yeah, shit but like they suck. and yeah. like the newer ones too. Like it's not, it's not great. Yeah, because Matthew Lillard was a good replacement. He yeah. was. But they but just didn't call him up for the last one. What's the guy who does Batman? Um. Kevin, Kevin Conroy, Conroy? Yeah. Conroy? like he's like it, for the animated series is perfect, right? But when they yeah. try to carry it over to like video games and other like stuff that has their like a different visual style, like it doesn't work. I think like Arkham Asylum, Arkham Asylum, yeah. all the Arkham series. I mean, a video cool. game is fine. Like, but when you see like a different art, like a different style from the original animated series, like it's almost like it, that voice doesn't fit that. Like they just okay, kind of slap I'll, it on. I have to disagree. However, however. <laughs> However, like, let's say you're reading a Batman comic. Mm-hmm. Are you reading it with his voice in mind? No, I'm reading with my voice. My hey, voice? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, because, <laughs> like, like, sometimes, like, you'll hear... Like, I, 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 I get where you're coming from, but yeah, it's, yeah, like, yeah. it's like, it's like, you know, it's, 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 think about it like this. Christian Bale wouldn't fit in Batman v Superman, right? Because it's a completely different oh, movie, yeah. completely different universe. It's kind of like that, right? Et tu, Gio? Et tu? <laughs> no, like, I'll give him that. But uh, I also uh, believe that Kevin Conroy is uh, 
is one of the better Batman. I'm not saying he's not. He's obviously the best <laughs> Batman. <laughs> you guys mistook it as me shitting on Kevin Conroy. That's the last thing I was trying to do. Robert, Sorry. why why no, you hate Kevin just, Conroy? I'm just more defending because in the video game he did a great job as Batman in the video game as well. The dialogue, the story. You know what? We're not gonna make it a big deal. We're not even we're gonna totally kill the time for our actual movie that we watch. Oh, we're doing it. We're doing a deep dive now. This is no Batman podcast. You have the you have your polls from the back. I have the t-shirt. This is no Batman podcast. Fuck yeah! yeah Nick, like, I have Batman watch- right there and Batman uh-huh. right there. Like, there you go. Oh shit! What is that? He's watching over you. This is, is the, the this is the Dark Knight trilogy, Christopher Nolan's trilogy. Oh, also, like if you look there. if you look towards the top. Uh, let's see these right here. Oh, all these four are uh, Batman action figures. Oh, yeah, though no actual Batman, he's over there on the other side. But yeah. that's uh, my, everybody else. my lap, my oh, my my laptop, my laptop is sitting on a Batman comic book. Oh, <laughs> oh the long Halloween, yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah. I got my Batman stuff too. You know, top it. Yeah, what well, well, fuck you at, Kevin? <laughs> We're gonna small break, small cut. You heard of me? What have you heard? I heard you're the devil. I might be. The count's short. Who are you? In the future, and you the past got your kids you want to buy them back you don't think he wants to spill blood he wants to cut your heart up can't run for what's left i got a 380 on each ankle 38 in my right 25 in my left chopper in the trunk locking my belt i'm on it open your mouth okay. he'll splatter your brains out i don't want that i do i want that all joking aside, our new movie this week was The Tax Collector. <laughs> this is a VOD movie. Uh, I think it was originally supposed to go to theaters, but obviously because of the pandemic, mm-hmm. went to VOD. It's directed by David Ayer. Uh, if you don't know, that's the director of Train, uh, not Training Day, The Suicide Squad. Oh. Not The Suicide Squad, Suicide Squad. And yes. <laughs> End of Watch and a lot of other hood movies, as I call them. Um, and it stars <laughs> <laughs> kind of yeah uh, it stars Bobby Soto and Shia your boy Shia LaBoule um, it's about two tax collectors you know they go around collecting them all the money that's owed to their drug cartel or whatever and then their life get turned gets turned upside down when a new like drug lord comes into town, and they have to move to LA with their rich uncle. Walter White. <laughs> uh, Ricardo, since this this is your boy, uh, you should boy. go first. Yeah, what did you think of the tax collector? Oh, honestly, when I uh, I saw the trailer, I already knew what it was like. I was going to, you know, like I already knew what kind of movie this was going to be. I seen Harsh Times. You guys remember that one? Yeah, yeah, that's another one of his, uh, another one of David Ayer's films. Yeah, yeah, and then you know, like I, I was like, oh, uh, what's his name? Um, Christian Bell wasn't that bad, you know. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, another white boy trying to be in the hood, fine, you know, like, and plus my boy Shia, you know. So I was like, I'm for sure gonna watch it. He got a tattoo for it that you don't yeah, see yeah. in the whole movie. He tatted up <laughs> right? his whole body. So, yeah. 
I, you know, like, <clears throat> I was already, I, I was expecting it. So, like, to be honest, since I was expecting it, I'm only an out. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what do you think, Gino? Uh, you know what, though? I, like, I agree with you. I'm with you, Ricardo. I saw the trailer, and I'm like, I know what I'm expecting. I know, I know what's going to happen. <clears throat> and I know it's not going to be based on, you know, Shia Booth. You know, I you know, but like, and I, but I feel like this was a forced Christianity type movie. That's how I feel. I feel like it was one of those movies, like Christian, Christian, Diablo. You know, like I felt that's this is to me like a gory version of like a Christian movie, like you would see on fucking David versus Goliath. I think they're, I think they're Catholic, right? Uh, sure. Yeah, they are Catholic movie, whatever. Two religions, two in my face. Yeah. And it kind of lacked a lot of a lot of things, but I, I'm I'm with Ricardo just because I like Shiloh both. It's now I'm now. What what about you, Robert? What do what do you what do you think about this movie? You know, it's funny is that you guys had seen the trailer. I had seen nothing. I didn't know this movie fucking existed up until oh. I heard the news about Shia tattooing his fucking face or whatever. Um, <laughs> and I didn't know it was a David Ayer film. And just off the bat, full disclosure. I am a sucker for David Ayer's movies. Like, I love them all. Like, going back to Wait. Tra- Training Day. Okay, I know what you're going to say. But uh, Training Day, Harsh Times, fucking, he wrote the original Fast and the Furious. Oh, uh, yeah, no, I saw that. End of Watch. Like, I love all of it. Fucking uh, Street Kings. Remember Street Kings with uh, Reese? Fuck yeah, yeah dude. Like, I, I am a fucking sucker for this guy's movie. So when I found out you know, that this was one of his movies, I was like, oh, I'm in for a treat. So I'm in. Um, I, I enjoyed this. I Now I know that it's not very good. Even in his filmography, like, it's kind of towards the bottom. But I found it to be a, honestly, found it to be a cheesy good time. And I like I like Shia LaBeouf's performance. I like the lead's performance. I don't know what's his name. I just said it. I don't even remember it. Um, George Lopez was, George Lopez was surprising, like, not being a dumb, funny guy. Being hard. I I know what the faults are with this movie, but I don't care. I enjoyed it. I'm in. <laughs> uh, America, what did you think? I hadn't seen the trailer. I love Shia LaBeouf. I was like, let's do this. I was excited. <laughs> and then the movie starts, and so like the credits are rolling or whatever, you know, the, the stuff at the beginning, the title... It says something about family, and I don't know what. And I was like, "Oh, like this was, <laughs> hey, this was like the premiere stock graphic, right? yeah, The thing that used last week, to edit, yeah. they used that, and I was like, "Oh, yeah. you know." But I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna like just give it a chance." And it just was disappointment after disappointment. Like it was so bad. I have to delete. Deleted. Yeah. <laughs> it's some hard, hard, harsh times for this movie. Yeah, <laughs> not enough Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Gio, what did you think? Uh, I'm just I'm an out. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm an out on this. Uh, it's 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 a very cliche, not ghost movie. That's the thing. It's like, like <laughs> yeah. I said, I felt like I was what. Like the whole plot from El Chicano about some dude from Mexico trying to take over the cartel, boom! Remember? It's the same movie. 
That's what the premise was. It was a guy from Mexico coming back to try to take over the Southern California drug market. That's what it was. So I'm an out. Yeah. Yeah, and I I mean I totally get it. This I I had a great time because it's like you said, it's like a generic narco movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I grew up on that stuff. Like my favorite movie when I was a child, even before like Star Wars and stuff, was a movie called La Camioneta Gris, which is a movie about like drug cartels in Mexico. Like that's the kind of movie that I love, like at four years old. So like is watching it you bought at the liquor store? Yeah, it's it's a movie that uh, the Tigres and Norte are in. Oh my God. You never heard? You never heard the song? Have you ever heard the song La Camioneta Gris? Yeah, that's based on, that's- on the movie. <laughs> that's where it comes from. Yeah. So like oh, that's and, like and, so like all that cheesy narco stuff. Like I buy into that shit so easy, and I know it's bad. And and honestly, like this movie was a little disappointing because like there was stuff that it could have done that didn't do, like missed opportunities. Like it needed more Shia LaBeouf. You know, you needed more more action. You know, it, it's like it's. It, I like the setup, but after the setup, it was kind of very simple and just like, like not very compelling. And the villain was like, yeah. it ended up being kind of cartoonish. You know, but mm-hmm. like as as a fucking Friday night, you know, at home, I enjoyed the shit out of it. <laughs> it seems like for all of you guys that Shia saved the movie because you guys are all praising him, right? Oh no, Dude. no. That was a bad <laughs> accent. I don't know if he was trying to play Hispanic or what, <laughs> oh, but that was horrible. Accent. Hey, his accent was shitty. Okay, I'll agree. He, wait, didn't wait, have it. he didn't have it at the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. It would kind of slip through at times, but then in the quinceanera, when he's drunk, he's like, a fool. You know? And it, and it, but it would come and go. So I was like... That's because he's horrible like, at acting. What is yeah. going on? Yeah, it's funny, like... In the beginning, you know, when he comes in, like, all tough and stuff, he's like, what's up, fool? Yeah. And, like, I was like, oh, it's just a white boy, right? And then, like, that accent slips in, and I'm like, is he playing? Like, is he brown-facing this shit? Like, wh- what is he doing? <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't, I don't but it's, it's just so, it's so over the top that I couldn't help but enjoy it. <laughs> no, because he never addresses it, like, his background. Like, where is he from? Is he like, yeah, the little gringo kid from the neighborhood that just hung around and he picked up the accent? Yes. Or whatever. But, <laughs> like, but yeah, it just seemed like he was... Corner from him. Yeah. So I get it. Like, like I was like, okay, he's probably this white boy that grew up there, so fine. But, they but the, the, the only thing that bothered me was that he, he's Shia LaBeouf, right? And he's like the devil. Remember that one he scene? That, yeah. yeah, so uh. I was like, expecting it and she's like oh like they haven't shown him do stuff and i was like just wait yeah. they're gonna show it they're gonna show it and then yeah. they, they don't show anything all you see is just his giant ears and like how did you get them like how did you earn your cauliflower's ears or whatever the fuck they're called like yeah. dude, it was and like, why are they so even like why is it one more fucked up than the other like you just bought that somewhere yeah and then like they so, always have that whole like <laughs> hispanic thing that happens with like like the religious thing or like the quinceanera thing it's our kind of a little insulting kind of you know to be honest because yeah. i was like the, oh the whole the thing, thing man come on yeah. man yeah. <laughs> it's the whole thing <laughs> you know and but you know i'm not gonna lie this is gonna sound random but like i wish he was i wish he okay i don't know why i'm saying this but I wish he was shirtless in some of these because I want to see the reason why he got that tat. <laughs> yeah, I needed I more of that. Yeah. That, but I also agree. <clears throat> hey, no, but like that's the, that's no, the I agree too. I wanted to see. I was like, yeah. okay, like so much has been made. Such a big deal has been yeah. made about this. Like, 
there's got to be a scene where he's just like, fuck y'all yeah. motherfuckers. And like, he shoots like, and it's just like, you don't get sorry as he spoilers. Then you we, don't get we, that. No, we, yeah. we, we, no, we do get a small glimpse, but it's so quick. It's yeah, covered that's, in blood, so you can't even see it. If you really think about it, the writing, because the way they said it and everything and how, the way they talk, it didn't really bother me at all, you know? Like, yeah. I, I like the way they talk, because it's kind of like, I get it. Because you're used to it. Yeah, no, but, <laughs> but it's not like blood in, blood out or some bullshit like that. So if you think about it, um, the way they talk and everything is cool. So... Um, what's his name? The guy that made this movie? David Ayer. He's more of a writer than a director. Like his directing okay. style is always like, dude, you know, Training Day is fucking good because of the directing too, you know? You get this guy, David Ayer, you know, I like his movies and all that, but it's essentially a white boy from, I think, Minnesota or something. Damn, oh, no. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who moved to LA to live with his cousin. And that's where he gets all these stories from, right? So, so like that, that's why you get this perspective, right? Like where every Latino is a fucking drug member. You get that stupid sacrifice. So he's Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> even, if, you look, if you look at a picture of him, he kind of looks like him. And like that joke of a scene where the sacrifice, right? Because they're Catholic, right? The dude is like, oh, like, oh I'm the devil. Yeah. Those, that's yeah. like a Mayan or Aztec thing. Like, what, what are you doing? Yeah. Like what the fuck? That doesn't even make sense, you know? It's just it's everything. It's it is really insulting. Like when you take a step back, but I mean, on the other side, on the flip side, David Ayer, he himself, he made the movie Fury. If you remember the the World War yeah. Two movie, Brad Pitt. Uh, Michael Peña's in that, so he literally has a Mexican American actor in a World War Two movie. Spielberg isn't doing that shit in the same Pirate Ryan, you know? And even in the, the dreadful Suicide Squad. He has a Mexican American superhero. Oh yeah, Mar- 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 Marvel ain't doing that shit, you know. So it's the problem when all our representation comes from literally one person. That's where the problem comes from. Well, it doesn't help that the that what's his face in that one was also a a trolling. a gang member. Why do you think we're always we're always shown as like cholos, gang members, because the only but person who makes movies. That's exactly what I'm saying. The only person that makes those movies is a white boy. <laughs> David Ayer. Mexicans are for Mexicans. <laughs> <laughs> so the next movie we watch is Ricardo's pick. And I want to ask you this question. What is your pick and why? I pick the rest of it. Great to meet you. One, two, Really good. You really brought it. Thank you. Thank you. You hang in there. You got a lot of ability. There's everything you love. Everything that loves you. A lot of people told me that I'd never wrestle again. The only one who's going to tell me when I'm through doing my thing is you people here. Anybody that knows me knows that I'm a big, huge wrestling fan. I love wrestling. I, I still that. watch it to this day since like a little kid. <laughs> so this movie is about uh, Randy the 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 Ram. the Ram, bro, an old wrestler who like has nothing to do in his life but to wrestle and fuck up his whole family. Like the stories of like real wrestlers, like Jake the Snake and fucking. Lex Luger, you know, like shit like that. Like wrestlers that have these background stories, you see it all, you know. They were big at once, 
and then years later you still want to keep going undertaker stop you know you want to keep <laughs> going and going when this shit is like fucking you up already you know so then this guy wants to go into real life you know now like wrestling gave him a heart attack and he can't wrestle anymore so now he wants to experience life and re- the real world he doesn't know how to be it's like going to jail you come out of jail you don't know how to act in the real world now and he doesn't have anybody he has a daughter that doesn't want to talk to him he has mm-hmm. his friend who's a stripper that's all you have to go to you know you, you go to talk to a stripper it's fucking sad the whole movie is sad and like it makes you think about how like these wrestlers are actually going through this right now so this is what the movie's about and i love this movie because it's real it's real dude and it's still happening and i'm trying to give him money but vince mcmahon takes it off (laughs) (laughs) you're right uh i'm in in as well i I think we had talked about it i think in a previous podcast uh is it uh you had mentioned uh beyond the mat and i watched yes. beyond yeah like and then shortly after i watched it you know because you were talking about it and it's it's actually i guess it from what i kind of saw it's an inspiration for this movie and it's really accurate to what jake the snake's story is where yeah. like yeah. these guys have like many pro athletes it's been their lives since they were kids so that's their their minds have only been focused on that and that's the only thing they they know um how to function that's the only way they know how to function by doing that so if you take that away they're like they have nothing else so yeah he you see in this movie he just keeps trying to hold on to a little bit of the glory days and then just be able to continue doing what he's you know what he the only thing he knows and when he tries to get out of there like he can't but yeah, I'm in on this. I'm in on this movie. It's really good. Man, I'm not gonna lie, dude. This is I'm oh of course I'm an in. I'm an in. This this movie sold me. <laughs> it's really sad though. It's really it made it, it opened my eyes because at the time it was kind of the same time I kind of started stopping watching watching wrestling. So <laughs> like that. Uh I started I st- I kind of started to stop watching wrestling. I was like to me, it was like okay. I'm getting over it. The main people I love watching is gone, slowly fading. And then they fade into like people like him and other wrestlers you see in the movie. And it bummed me out. It really touched me. It was just like, oh my God, I can't believe that's that's how they live. And they kind of show you that with the ropes of how to make it look real, the fighting, and I like that. But yeah, dude, this this is a good movie, man. This is I if you haven't seen it, you should, you should watch it. It's great. What about you, Robert? Would you what do you think about it? Yeah, so I'm not. I think I might be the only. Am I the only one here not a wrestling fan? Yeah, I think yeah. you are. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Not a big fan, but like I'll watch it. But it's yeah. not something like I fall off. Uh, that being said, I think this movie's great. I'm in. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I saw it when it originally came out. I mean, I remember when it came out. That's when I, I was like really starting to become like a film buff. You know, so all the movies that were getting like buzz, I was like, I have to go see this, you know. So I saw it in theaters and and it was really great. Like, you know, it's 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 a great character study, you know, about a guy who's just self-destructive, you know, and it's it's so it's so sad. It's super like gritty and realistic, you know, like you really feel like the like all the pain, all the hits that he takes, you know, it's really yeah. very nasty. It's a great performance. The only thing that's not believable is that they make Marissa Tomei 
look like nobody wants her, you know? It's like, uh, <laughs> the fuck out of here, man. She's gorgeous. <laughs> uh, uh, no, but I, I, you know, I'm I'm not the biggest fan of this director, but I think this movie's really, really good. And I think I liked it a lot more watching it um, yesterday, when I, this time around. Like, it really hit me a lot more. I thought it was really, really great. Yeah. Uh, Did yeah. we get a tear from fucking Robert or not? Oh, I, I cry easily now, man. Like I cry, <laughs> I cry fucking, <laughs> I cry in commercials now. I wouldn't have got to love it. <laughs> like you just heard him say, he cried when he saw the ch- uh, the chilies being roasted in the other movie. Yeah, <laughs> that's me. And I was in the other room. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, America, what did you think? I, I love this movie. Honestly, the first time I watched it was because uh, he was oh, you never see this movie. You have to, like, wrestling, whatever, you know? Um, I'm in. Yeah, first of all. I'm <laughs> in. And um, it, it is so real. Like, you can feel like, you know, wrestlers are like circus people or something, you know? They, kind, they got the wrestling world right. The way that they depict it is so good from the way that they shoot it like you're behind fans and stuff or uh the fans that you see on screen like it's so good this is like the perfect wrestling movie <laughs> they show the secret you know and how they start bleeding you know and how oh, it's, that, so oh man it's fucking you watch that yeah all that i love i love that because they show the little details that are real dude and that's good filmmaking, man. So yeah, <laughs> yeah it's so it's so fucking heartbreaking. Like I, I don't watch wrestling, but I have seen like a couple of documentaries and like uh, real yeah. sports uh, does some really good pieces on it. And just like even at the highest level, the absolute highest level, they still get treated like shit. They don't make that much money. They don't get you know good health insurance. And once they age out, yeah, once once they age out, that's it. You know, they're done. So they had yeah. their force to go to these kind of like underground shows and stuff like that. So it's and you see it on, you know, the news every so often, like they die so young, right? 50, so you know, young, 50 40, whatever. And it's so yeah. fucking heartbreaking. So seeing this, like they really captured that, you know, it's like the sad I don't want to say sad life because they're obviously happy at what they're doing. Yeah. Like the guy loves yeah. doing that. He's a showman, right? Even when he's yeah. like working at, at the deli or whatever, he loves putting on a show, right? And so it's like it. I don't know. It's like it's like a tragedy, right? Like yeah. you're watching yeah. a tragedy, you know. <laughs> that scene where they do that signing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Dude, it's oh. so sad. Yeah. yeah. It's like the fucking saddest shit. I see that. An empty that. room with like all dude, the uh, guys. When they when they like, pan down to the oh, guy yeah. like 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 the wheelchair and the guy that has the bag, it's like oh my god, like so fucking sad. <laughs> yeah. dude. Everything they go for, and then like they still want money to get those signs, you know. I, I seen that in the Comic Con. That's why I don't want to go to those anymore, man. Because I always see that, and it's just yeah, like the saddest. Yeah. But it's like it's 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 a lot of ways. It's the way these people make livings. It's like a lot of those. Like I mean, horror has yeah. that too, right? Like a lot of these people that were in one movie, you know, they make a living by going to every single one of these cons, you know, for pictures. Dude, I I seen. Like, I, dude, I went to one, and I remember I saw a wrestler, and I was talking to him, you know, because he knew stuff. Like I was like telling him, like, oh, this, that, you know, like we knew stuff together. And then he was like, hey, so you want a picture? I was like, nah. <laughs> Fucking sad. Dude. I take it back. <laughs> well, I was like, ex- I didn't have money. 
Yeah, especially <laughs> if he's gonna charge you, you're like, nah, but it's <laughs> yeah, right. Dude, I yeah, I'm feel good. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's but, it, up, bro. but it's Go like up. it's 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 the life of an entertainer right because like yes. nine, 99% of entertainers don't make like 10 million dollars right they have to yeah. go from job to job they have to take whatever they can get so it's it's kind of like it's very depressing you know because we we could easily we should be so lucky to have one thing to be recognized for and to just fucking milk that for the rest of it I'll fucking take it I don't know if like if somebody made you that deal, would you take it? I'll take it. Hey, like, I'll, take <laughs> that. Hey, I'll take that right now, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Dude, and, and, and then like it's fucked up too because he's forced to take steroids because he's old and beat up, and that's the only way he could work out. You know? Yeah. It's, it's fucked up. They show his ass. <laughs> One, two butt cheeks. Yeah. <laughs> One, two. Show the ass. I feel like this movie is like the version. Like, this is the wrestler's version of PETA. Like we start putting the sad <laughs> scenes of that movie and just in the eyes. Like you see this wrestler struggling, you should help them. A dollar a day will help them feed them and have medical care. <laughs> you know. <what> I mean? <laughs> we have sweeps, of course. This movie's great. Sweeps. The sweeps horn. <laughs> the sweeps horn. <laughs> Oh, that's great. It's a great movie. Great recommendation. Um, tune in next week. We'll watch a new movie, which is called An American Pickle with Seth R- starring Seth Rogen. Look, looks interesting. I don't know about how you guys feel about it. It's on HBO Max. And Jill's pick, which is... Uh, Hunt for the Wilder People by... Uh, directed, uh, written and directed by uh, Taika Waititi. Ooh. Available on Hulu. Pre Thor Ragnarok and pre Jojo Rabbit. Mm-hmm. Please don't forget to follow us on Instagram, in out delete reviews, one word, and Twitter at in out delete. Please be safe. Wash your hands. Sanitize your hands. Take two quick showers every two minutes, I guess. And uh, wear your mask. Don't be a fucking Karen or Kevin. Wear your mask. Good night. Thank you for listening. Please exit the podcast and don't forget to collect all your belongings and young children. We hope you enjoy listening and have a great rest of your day here at In Out Delete. This has been a podcast presentation from the Zenith Corporation, working for a better tomorrow for all of mankind.